You're listening to At The Hop. This is the Beer and Music podcast. Yes, it is. Where we rate beers, bring you new music and talk rubbish. Pretty good summary of that. Pretty good summary of that, isn't it? As we always say, though, it's been a long time since the last one. A lot has happened. Two weeks. Two weeks. I've become a granddad since yes, the last... Yes, congratulations. I, the, I did see a photograph or the, two. The last podcast, so that's, uh, that's very yeah. exciting. And do you feel older? I don't, know. No. I'm over the moon, obviously. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a... Which, at your age, is difficult to do. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah. Um, you know, but Can many... you think it's possible for a cow to jump over the moon? Um, these days, and technology. Yeah, I know. Genetically you know. modified cows. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, health and safety gone I'll mad. Tell you who couldn't, who wouldn't be able to? What type of cow? Those wagyu cows. Wagyu cows. Wagyu. What are they? They're the ones where they um, massage them and with beer. Oh, do they? Is that yeah, how you get amazing. wagyu beef? Yeah, I think so. Massaging with beer. Yeah. Blimey. They they're very lazy. Very lazy. Do they massage them with anything else? Um. I think I think just you know have you seen some of those knobbly ball things that you rub in your back <laughs> that you put that you the put wooden <laughs> things that you can roll up and down your uh, back they do that with a cow not the, but knob- with the bigger one not the knobbly ball things you put in the dryer no, no. I've never had those uh, they're all it's all a con Is it? she uh, she's got the uh, the sheets the sheets yeah we rubbish. occasionally get the sheets they're rubbish yeah. they're, 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 it's all a con you, you, you've, I'm not having it you sometimes find them in your jeans when you put your jeans on <laughs> yes absolutely yeah it's the worst thing about washing when you leave a tissue in oh yeah and it or, goes all bitty. as my uh, children have found to their cost recently leaving Pokemon cards in your pocket oh no including all your best ones that you've been no, hiding tell me no you've been hiding from from your, your brother. brother oh no Ooh. how many are we talking there ten only, no they're only about four or five oh. but they were big names and were they totally ruined were they unrescuable ruined. yeah I tell you oh, what, I'm talking to Pokemon. I went to the cinema on Friday. You didn't go and see Detective Pikachu, did you? I went to you? see Detective Pikachu. Not on my own. Was it, my own. Was it any good? It was... Uh, I didn't fall asleep in it. Which so, that's a plus? Better than a lot of children's films I'm going to see. Right. I went at five o'clock on the day that it was coming out. Right? Like a true fan. True fan. So I booked the tickets online. Right? £40.30 for me... And the two boys, forty pound thirty. I was thinking, what's going on here? <laughs> um, my uh, my good lady wife said, "Wow, that it does seem a lot." She said, "Perhaps it's because it's like it's the day it's coming out, and it's a, a, a prime time to go and see it." Wasn't happy, right? Turned up. Was it at the light? No, it was at um, the uh, Cineworld in, Did- in Didsbury, Parswood. But they call it Didsbury. Parswood. <laughs> Everyone knows it's Parswood. Virtually burning. Yeah. Right? Bernage. Yeah, Bernage. And um, so 40 quid. Wasn't happy. What I did, what we'd done, save some money, of course, is taking our own popcorn. Of course. Drinks. Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Not for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Not for no, me. No, for no. children. For the children. Then I put... The, so that was in a rucksack. So because they were still wearing school uniform, I put the bag on Charlie's back. So... If searched for contraband, <laughs> I could say, oh, it's just a school bag. <laughs> That's what he takes to school every single day. Anyway, Popcorn, oh, sweets. 40 quid. Just think of this, right? Get into the cinema. It's painful already. Yeah, yeah, get in the cinema. I look at my ticket. It says uh, screen X. Not just screen 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and 10. I thought 10. Right, Roman numeral. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's very educational cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, okay, I can see this, but it wasn't. Screen X is in, actually in screen two. Sat in there, thought, oh, this is a big screen, very big screen. It wasn't IMAX size, but it was big. Sat down, and there's those little instructions at the start. The side walls of the cinema were also the screen. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever heard I, of such? I, I thought that? you were going to say they were. They came back and like no, loads of Pokemon people the, came out. They were, that would be better, but they were the screen. So it's like you're sitting inside a box. The screen's at the front. It's obviously drawn your attention to it. But then there's stuff going on at the side. <laughs> Can you imagine this? <laughs> it sounds fantastic, to be fair. It made me Especially feel a bit if, sick. Didn't it blow two tiny minds? 
they didn't even notice it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, what on earth is going on here? I was just, I just, I'm just impressed that the curtains moved back. <laughs> but exactly. It's not like that and have with. Get an advert for the on, local curry on, house. On the Coliseum in Brecon. Yeah. It was never like that. After the show, why not visit the Raj Tandoori? Yeah. And there's always ice cream break <laughs> in both Brecon Coliseum and Aberystwyth. Quite right. Cinema. After the trailers, little light comes down in the front. Yeah. Person with a little... Yeah, a little tray. Or a tray over yeah. their shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Quite right. But not for 40 quid. So they weren't bothered, really, about the They weren't uh, the bothered. I was, I was thinking, <laughs> it's quite weird, this. I wish I'd known, and then I wouldn't have paid 40 quid. Do you think for, like, I don't know, some of the really good special effects, it would have been not worth the money? I think I'd have felt worth... more sick. <laughs> yeah, so, it was... It was uh, and it wasn't smell-o-vision or anything, or no, well, enhanced the, I sound? No, I thought it might be 4D. You know, yeah. the ones with a, with a yeah, yeah. seat shake? And you get no. squirted with water. That didn't happen. By the way, I said Pokemon people like I don't know what Pokemon is. But, you know, I'm, oh, I'm very yeah. down. Paddy had the same, my son, who's now 30 and, and a father. Yes. Um, given birth to my grandson, Eric. Um, he didn't, obviously. Yeah. But uh, he was a big Pokemon fan, still is. Um, and yeah. he had a... Pokemon party? An elastic band full, probably about 100 so. Oh, it's got loads. Nicked out of the car. Oh, dear. Furious. Yeah. People broke the car window to nick oh. them. That that was a bad day. I can't think now why he would have left them in the car, and why we would have <laughs> left them in plain sight no. either. But that definitely, I, I, that I definitely you, happened. It, during the film, my favourite bit was I, I was amazed at the knowledge of my children of Pokemon. I thought they probably should watch less TV. <laughs> right. Although at the moment, as I, I asked Charlie this evening, what number episode that was of King Julian? Do you know who King Julian is? Is he? Uh, he's he's he the the monkey from? Um... He's sort of what? Well, is he a lemur from Madagascar? Ah, right. Yes, yes. Originally voiced by Sasha Bo- Baron yes. Cohen, but not in the. And he said, "This is uh, episode seven hundred thirty-six." <laughs> he knows. He was joking, but he knows that's a lot of King Julian that's been watched. Yes, recently. that's good. That was good because that displays a sense of humour as well. Yes. Yeah. No, yes. It, is, it is becoming slightly more advanced. So have although you... he still loves a fart gag. <laughs> but in the film, one of my favourite bits, Char- I was sat in the middle to keep the boys from fighting. <laughs> so, it's, I'm like the Berlin Wall. <laughs> right? And uh, at one point, there was a scene where Charlie shook my, shook my arm and he said, it's a Bulbasaur from the Kanto region. <laughs> right? Which I laughed at. And Ted was engrossed with it. I said, Ted, what's the name of these? I whispered across. Ted, what's the name of these? Pokemon. He turned to me and goes, Bulbasaur. They're from the Kanto region. <laughs> <laughs> Highlight of the film. Fantastic. If I hadn't paid forty forty pound, I would have enjoyed that. Do you? Do you, are you down with any of the? Have you got a favourite Pokemon? Um, not really. I quite i in the in the film. I quite like the one who was at the start. Quite a mischievous one. This is Crowbone or somewhere. I don't know. That's not his real name. I'll tell you my least favourite Pidgey, Pidgeotto. Because just a pigeon. Yeah. You I know, like pigeons anyway. Even, yeah, exactly. Who likes a pigeon? No, very few rats, people. Rats very of few. the sky. Pikachu's all right, though. Pikachu's great. Yeah, he's good. He's got a bit, a bit about him, hasn't he? Yeah, I was thinking that. You, have you seen Deadpool? Yes. Enjoyed yeah, Deadpool. But, did, but didn't it put you off because it just sounded like Pikachu was Deadpool? Because well, Ryan was, Reynolds. That's what I mean. It's Ryan Reynolds, yeah. But I, I does can, both. I, I can suspend. <laughs> my I couldn't. I, yeah, I, I can. I, but I just, then Ryan Reynolds actually appears at, appears at the end in the Pikachu movie. Oh, does he? Yeah. Very good. But and, yeah, uh, and he wears a Sherlock Holmes hat. Does he, he wear does. it for the whole Peter movie? Stalker. Yes. Excellent. Yeah, it's a good hat. Uh, how much out of ten would you give um, De- Detective a, a Pikachu? Sol- a solid 6.5. Solid 6.5. Yeah. And the boys, would they go for it? Did they, they really love it? it? Yeah. They enjoyed it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, they uh, they were quite impressed. And great, it, to, great to see a Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur from the Kanto region. From the Kanto region. Was Bulbasaur a baddie? No, he was, they were very helpful Pokemon who ah, helped right, Pikachu okay. when he was sick. They're like kind of turtle things, aren't they? I think yeah, Bulbasaur's. A, like a garlic bulb on their back. Ah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway, Pokemon. <laughs> anyway, <cats>. next week, <laughs> more. <laughs> two old men talk about Pokemon a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just in case, you know, that's, that's what you're into. Um, but this is supposed to be a podcast about, we're 10 minutes in. This is supposed to be our beer and music. Can you remember the format of the show? No. Nope. 
So it's now time where we just have a quick beer overview. Beer tell, overview. Tell us about the two breweries that are going head to head. Breweries. Because so you chose these beers. I did. I bought these and uh, just dropped my pen. But you can. I, I bought these and um, I bought one of them because it was uh, from Tiny Rebel, who I like as a brewery, and uh, it's one I'd not heard of or seen. And I'm a big fan of the Gord's version of Snoop Dogg's uh, Gin and Juice song, so I thought I'll have that. Many reasons to like that Many one. Many reasons. So one of them is Tiny Rebel, the pride of Newport, I like to think. And if you've been to Newport, you'd find it's not a stiff competition. <laughs> there's not, not that much no, pride. There's, there's, uh, there's some good stuff in Newport these days. A lot of good bands playing there. A lot, a lot of good, good bands. They've good venues? Um, new, there's a new venue, uh, which I think it, it used to be called Le Pub, but now it's moved to new... I th- it's the same, virtually the same name, but a new site. I, 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 tr- I don't know much about it. But, um, really? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, they used to have, back in the day, remember the grunge era? TJ's, Newport TJ's. I never <laughs> went there. But it was always on the... St- on the in NME, when you looked at the gig listings, loads of good bands played in uh, TJ's back there. I went to a couple of gigs in Newport Centre, where I saw Living Colour. Excellent. Supported by Talked the, about the them Beyond. recently. And uh, The Cure, who played... It was when they were on tour, what they, they were promoting Friday, Friday I'm In Love, that, that, sort of, that sort of time. And yeah. I, I walked in, I, th- I must have seen 16, 16 to 20 Robert Smiths. <laughs> I'm just making a note because I want to try and put on on the um, Spotify playlist every band that we mention. So okay. Li- Living Colour, The Beyond. Living Colour, The Beyond. You might struggle to find stuff like they They were aggressive. Were they Welsh? No. 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 I well, think they only had one we'll album. Try. We mentioned we'll The Cure. on cassettes back in the day. The Cure, you may have heard of those I've, I've heard of those. I've heard of Robert Smith. Yes. Um, um, and um, what else has got a new book? Gold Looking Chain, of course. I, and Newport County. The resurgence of Newport County. They're in the final, aren't they? The playoffs. They are indeed. Beat Mansfield. That really week. is a, a resurgence. I, I did have um, a gold looking chain sponsored Newport shirt in the mid 2000s, but I gave it to my friend in, the, in America. It was a proper Newport fan. Well, he's from Boston, but he liked the gold looking chain. Ah, okay. That was very yeah. generous. It was of you. generous of me. Um, um, yeah, I don't so think I've ever been to never Newport. Been. I've, I haven't been further than Neath. Oh, I saw Newport in the distance, and I yeah, you, you saw know, re- turned round. Yeah. Well, how did you get to Neath? Uh, in a car that somebody else was driving. Where were they driving from? From Manchester. Hmm, not sure which way he went there. It was <laughs> du- it was during the Rugby League World ah, Cup right. because Neath was the home of the Crusaders at the time. Ah. So that, the game was played at the Knoll. It was Wales against the Cook Islands. Big game. And oh. Wales were so bad in that World last World Cup that yes. even the Cook Islands beat them. Yes. It was the Cook yeah. Islands' first ever victory. And they were captained by Ainsley Harriet. <laughs> <laughs> they might, I'll tell you what, they might as well have been. <laughs> yeah, indeed, they were captained indeed. by Craig Kopchak, in actual fact. Oh, good knowledge. Um, while, just while we think of you, you mentioned grunge, something that I was listening to this week because I, I watched a very average rom-com called Eat, Pray, Love because yeah, she I was watching it. I know the book. Um, but in the film, there is music from an album that Eddie Vedder and Nusrat Fatih Ali Khan okay. did. Okay. together yeah and it's fantastic yeah. i never never knew of it um, never knew eddie vedder could, could be good i never knew eddie no I, I didn't know he'd done you know and it's great if yeah. you if you want to check it out nusrat fatah ali khan who's a great pakistani and one of the greats of pakistani traditional music right um and yeah it's really really good very um kind of ethereal but works really well ethereal, like, like so the there you go that. so i'm going to put that on the playlist as well so tell us so the other one yeah Oakham Craftworks Brewery. Do you know where Oakham uh, no, Craftworks Brewery is? I don't know because there's an Oakham in Devon, but the Oakham Craftworks Brewery is based in Peterborough. Peterborough, I've never. I'm been reading there. it off the can. Ah, good. And uh, both cans this week, lovely cans, aren't they? They are lovely cans. Lovely cans. Absolutely, really well, um, well designed on the because yeah. um, the practical in that they hold 330 millilitres of. Beer, yes, indeed, but also well decorated. It's kind of a minimum requirement, really, yes. for a beer can. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, you can't drink beer when you're pregnant. You can't no. give booze to a baby. You can't. You've got to be eighteen months. 
Yeah, I have. That's a fact. Vic <laughs> <laughs> Reeves told me that. <laughs> you cannot give booze to a baby. Can't give a baby booze. You cannot give a baby booze. Indeed. Um, yeah, I was going to remark about the other animals on the can because the uh, the Oakham Session IPA is is beer. Is, is, is be- bear beer. Yeah, fronted by a bear. Fronted by a bear, but which is a- what attracted to me it to me. But there's and I pigs tried, on there, there's monkeys, there's all kinds, I and they're very tried, well drawn, well rendered. Yeah, and I have tried other beers of theirs. Yes. But uh, I was attracted by this can. So? So that's who's up tonight. Oakham Craftworks that, in the yellowy corner, and Tiny Rebel Gin and Juice in the purple corner. That's your beers overview. Yes. So we'd normally go into the first song, but I just wanted to, to read something to you that I found in Private Eye. Yes. So... Eight, we- eight wheels of mutton gluck Emmental cheese were subjected to a different musical stimuli for eight months mm. to test the impact on music o- of music on the flavour and aroma. There were big differences in strength of flavour, smell and taste, and although the bacteria did a good job in all cases, one cheese was significantly different from all the other samples. That was this cheese exposed to which kind of music do you reckon it was? Drum and bass. It was hip-hop. Hip-hop. Yeah. And it, it was remarkably fruity in taste and smell. Right, right. This happened in, um, in Bern, in Switzerland. Yeah, home uh, of the Hadron Collider. One wheel was exposed, indeed, one wheel was exposed to Mozart's magic flute, another to Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven, another to Yellow's Monolith, and the final one to a tribe called Quest Jazz We've Got. Right. Out of those songs, yeah. I think I'd prefer to be that hip-hop wheel of cheese. Yeah, I think I'd definitely I'd choose that as well. Stairways just become oh, a species, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, magic flute probably a bit long. See that if they play the whole of the magic flute, I then mean, that could easily bore a you know, cheese. Indeed, <laughs> it bore any cheese. Yeah. Although it's you know it's quite nice the magic flute. Bore a baby bell. We've been overwhelmed by the global response to our experiment. At first, we thought it was a typical Swiss reaction because cheese plays such a cr- cult- big cultural role here. But journalists around the world have approached us for interviews, so now we plan to subject ten more cheeses to hip hop and compare the results. If it, what do you think that che- Dairy Lee has been exposed to? <laughs> <laughs> what, what music do you reckon? Well, it's? you see, that's an interesting question, isn't it? It is. It's it's basically rubbish. It is. It's cheese flavored chemicals. I don't. I can't stand it. But it is occasionally tasty. I don't like it at all. You don't like it. I don't even like. You know. The spread is even worse. Is it the right? Ed Sheeran of cheese? I think I was thinking that. But then the, f- to open the individual triangles, mm. so it goes through me a little bit. When I take... Because yeah. it's got like the weird zip thing that isn't a zip. You know, we've got yeah. the red yeah, yeah, yeah. safety It doesn't work thing. properly, so you just ever. peel that back and then you're trying to get it out without getting the cheese on your fingers and touching you. For our American listeners... Uh, I think they probably have. Dairy Lee they is probably a, have the laughing cow version, do they? Yeah. Is that American? It's the like laughing, laughing cow. Ca- oh, I think it's European, isn't it? But they probably have it. Yeah. But it's 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 cheese that comes cheese flavored thing yeah. that comes in squares and it's kind of describe the texture. Don't come in ch- squares. Come in oh, triangles. Sorry, triangles. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, the laughing cow. He's laughing at our expense. I think it's a she being a cow. But yeah, there you're you right, go. You're right. She's. But yes, yeah, definitely too. laughing at our expense. And the type of that, although it's got a. Like a cheerful grin on the on the what's the word on the box or the, yeah. the circular on box the, the label the label label the word label you the for. picture on the front of the cheese container it, it looks like a oh it's a nice smiley cow but really the laugh is like this <laughs> like that it's not a <laughs> it's a <laughs> I've worked out what um, Dairy Lee is what, what? band is Coldplay. Coldplay. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I, I think it's worse than that. <laughs> what? I, I, I do. I think it may be uh, dollar. <laughs> <laughs> but they had their moment. No. I suppose Derry Lee has had its moment yeah. as well. In the, in, of that same vintage. What's the next thing in the What's podcast? the next thing? So now it's time for the first song. I went first, first last week, so you choose your song. Right, I'm going to go for... Last week I played something from Libertina Records from Carmarthen. I'm going to play another song from Libertina Records. Lovely Libertina Records from Carmarthen. And I, I said last week that... Well, I said just for the show, I said, this one's on Libertina, it's in English. And you said, we played the keys last week. We did play that the keys. English. Yeah. Right, and I thought, oh yeah, you're right. 
but most of the stuff on uh, Liberty and Arrow is Welsh language stuff, but this isn't. These are Silent Forum, they're from Cardiff, billed as uh, post-punk slash new wave. Right, third single at the moment, so you can get all of these uh, through Libertino. And the track is called Safety in Numbers. Discovering taste and sound for the first time. Been scrunching down old fashioned voices from. Met a woman who made a bargain and whose songs will last a thousand years. My voice could never sing that long. With the best training in the world. Silent Forum and Safety in Numbers there on Libertino. I'll tell you what, I listened back to the uh, podcast the other day, the last yes. one, number three. Yes. That Keys record is excellent. It is excellent. Really excellent. It's quite 70s in its feel. It's big, isn't it? It's very it's big. Big sound. Big sounding. Almost glam, but... Uh, you but know, they're in- a very good band. Intelligent glam. Two drummers, as I said last week. Yeah. Um, Did you see, Have you seen any of Sky TV's The Art of Drumming? No, I don't have Sky TV now. Uh, I've only got it a few more weeks until Game of, Game of Thrones. Oh, you've I've got, got to get back on you tonight, yeah. Now TV, just so I could have Game of Thrones, but then I think it's going. Just so you can see your dragon tits. Dragon, yeah. Killed, um, killed a dragon last week. Th- was that a big thing? Oh, was it like a chief dragon? It was unexpected. Was it? Unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> like a big metal harpoon through a dragon. Oh, oh I tell you what. I'll tell you what you need. but you need eye in the house. You need um, something like that, like a normal sword, just breaks off. Cocktail yeah. stick, don't even try it. Don't fight a dragon with a cocktail stick, this is my advice to you. <laughs> yes, and, and that would just make you look like a fool it in was. front of the, uh, the Game of Thrones commu- community. Yeah. Shall we have a beer? 
So beer. What, what are we going get for first? Beer. So how about the best friend? Best friend. So as you said, let's. Uh, are you gonna? You're gonna. Are you gonna open it? I am gonna open it. Right. Let's have a. You open it. Okay. And I'll describe the beer for you. While I do that. While you open it. While you, you do that, I will say something about. So just to confirm, this is Oakham Best Friend Session IPA. Four point two. It's got a fantastic picture on the front of a bear who looks not overly happy, but he's got a pint glass in his paw, and uh, he's surrounded by other pictures of of creatures. Other an other animals. Yeah. I don't know why I did that. I, I came back on mic as if in this podcast, like I'm always on mic. It um, says uh, a hugely drinkable session IPA, pale gold in co colour with tropical fruit flavours and a light bitterness. Best Friend is brewed with two of our favourite hops, Simcoe and Cascade. Do you think, like, in a couple of years, we'll be able to name hops? Yeah. And we'll have favourite hops, do you think? I'm not sure I'll ever get that far. 4.2% <laughs> IPA. It is an India Pale Ale. Can, can we just check the colour? It says pale gold in colour. Check. I think, yeah. But one week, apart from uh, when it's a dark beer, we're going to have to not use the, the word gold. Yes. Um, but this is pale gold. Yes. Well, uh, my... Um, so that's the official description. That's it. The official description, which I don't necessarily agree with. I agree that it is, it is pale gold in colour. Tropical fruit flavours, you getting much from there? Uh, well, not tropical fruit, but with me, as with many sessions... This is, and this is from my notes as I'm remembering them. As with many session ales, you get a bit of grapefruit, don't you? A little bit. Which is bit, quite a common it, taste. I tell you, I tell you the grapefruit I'm getting. Tell yeah. The grapefruit I'm getting. Remember the eighties? Breakfast one with a breakfast cherry in the middle. The breakfast grapefruit. <laughs> when, when you went to the self-service bit of an eighties hotel. Yeah, and there wasn't much else. There wasn't much else. Grapefruit second. Little box of Rice Krispies, maybe. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. And possibly. sour milk. Yeah. So that grapefruit there, which is always slightly tart, and you had to add sugar to it. Did you ever do that? <laughs> yes, absolutely. At the same yeah. time, I was trying to recount this to somebody in school the other day, right? Not while I was in school, I'm 45, <laughs> when I was working. But I was trying to, I said, do you remember when you went to holiday, on holidays in the 80s, and at dinner, if you went to a, a catered hotel, first course, choice of, choice of starters, Fresh orange juice in a tiny glass. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it's like... It's it, a strange times. Well, you had Faulty Towers on the other night. You remember yeah. when <laughs> when he's um, he's trying to get out of making the Waldorf salad? Right. And he said, uh, we've got grapefruit. And he says, how's, how's it done? He said, cut in half. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that that's was how, it. That's how things and work. she has a green salad, which is essentially lettuce. <laughs> I tell you what, I, used, I don't do it anymore, but I used to do this. Grapefruit, cut in half. Cut round so the segments are easy to get out. Did yeah. you ever do that? I've never that done that. You never done that. Never done that because it's too much. What, it's a, tre <laughs> what a treat this will be for you. Cut a, cut a grapefruit in half. Yeah. Right. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm with you I so cut far. Cut it in half. Yeah. Then, with a very sharp knife, just cut round each individual segment so they come out with yes. a teaspoon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Without the fuss. Yeah. No fuss. Next step. Sprinkle brown sugar over the top mm -hmm. under the grill. Oh, well, hello. <laughs> Indeed. Hello. Indeed. That and is then, a lot of fuss. <laughs> it is a lot of fuss, but it's delicious. I mean, you've never had this. No, I haven't, no. Right, I think the 80s passed you by, right? So, you know, perfect for breakfast, right? But then when you've eaten the individual grapefruit segments, what about this retreat? Pick up the grapefruit, <laughs> squeeze that juice with the brown sugar into a, either straight into your mouth or into a small <laughs> glass. Finish it off. Delicious. Yeah, my, uh, there'll be more recipes. That's your, your grapefruit choice. Yeah, no, excellent. So, my notes. F my first thought was it looked like, it looked like bear piss, but right. that's ridiculous as I've got no idea what bear piss looks like. Yeah, but it is very light and just slightly bitter, as Are as it, as it said. Bitter? It says light yeah, bitterness. I found light it very bitterness. Bitter. I said slightly bitter. Look how clever I am. Yeah, because they're almost it. similar. I found it too bitter. I just didn't like it. Too bitter for you. I, I'm it, like, it ticked all the boxes for me, the type of stuff I like. Until right? you tasted it. I like the tropical it. fruit flavour. <laughs> so I, was, I, I like the can. Yeah. I like the fact that it was supposed to have tropical fruit flavours. Yeah. 
Smells all right. The ring pull is a different colour to it the is. top, which is, is nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Attention to detail. Yeah. But then when I drank it, didn't like it at all. 4.2, so it's not too strong. I could still manage to drink, yeah, 4.2. Could still manage to, to drink it. It's drinkable, but not particularly enjoyable. Just the 1.4 UK units. Um, yeah, like I said, it's got a grapefruit taste, but very slight, and it doesn't really last long, the taste, the taste mm. of grapefruit. So, yeah, mm. it's... An, I kind of agree with you. It's not a beer that I... I don't think I would ever go back to this beer. I, I wouldn't buy it again. No. I wouldn't have it again. So... Just having a... Just checking on just the aftertaste it. there. Because I had it before with corn chicken dippers, so... Oh, my God. Yeah. Can't stand corn. Yeah, the, the aftertaste is probably the worst thing about it, yeah. in actual fact. It's not not that no, nice. I agree. I agree. And, you know, it's it's better on the, you know, on the palate. Better on the shelf, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Because at least on the shelf you could admire the beautiful can. Mm. Indeed, and and I, but I think best friend and a bear. Who has yeah. a bear for a best friend? Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin, indeed. Yeah, yeah good shout. Yeah. yeah. But right in bear beers now, right? Yeah. Would you take the best friend over a Hofmeister? <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> Never. That, that's a, that's damning. As if, as if I think that's I, possible. I think I would take the, the best friend over a Hofmeister. Really? Yeah. The Hofmeister wasn't that bad. Uh, you got I very. You're, you're very down on Hofmeister. I tell you, in the 80s, you were on the Hofmeister, not on the grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. That's why I never toasted my Follow, grapefruit. You were following the bear. You're so middle class uh, toasting yeah. your grapefruit. Yeah. I know. Sorry about that. Um, yes. So give me a mark. I'm going to give it a five point two. 5.2, let me get and write this down in the book of 5. Bad 2. Dreams. 5, Have I, apart 5. from the, the very first one where I couldn't stand that T one, the rooster, Yeah. have I scored anything as low? Uh, no, you haven't, no. You gave the clock winner 7.1. What did I score that crazy Belgian one? The Zvet IPA. Yeah. You give that a five, so, so that wasn't as bad, surely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a five. five I'm gonna give this well. one a five. Five. I don't really want to meet either of them again. Um, I'll go a bit better. I don't think I would ever, you know, want to meet this bear again either. Yeah. But I will. But I, you know. I said earlier that I tried something else. Did you else finish by it? Them. Let's say. Uh, Yes, I did finish it. Right, but, okay. But I'll go 5.5 there. The other Kraftworks beer I've had, I didn't enjoy that one either. Oh, dear. Mm, I can't remember the name of it. We'll have to try that down the line. Yeah. Um, and, and then somewhere I did go this hang weekend. Hang on, oh, before, sorry. you need to tell me if this, band was a, if this beer was a band. Oh, of course. Expected to enjoy it. Looks quite good on the outside, but ultimately and, uh, just not your thing. Oh, it's a tricky one, this, isn't it? It's a tricky one. For me... Who, who have you gone for? Well, for me, you know, looks quite good on the outside. Should be something that I enjoy, but I just don't really. Yeah. I would have said Riley Walker, but... I like Riley a Walker. A couple of his songs last year were absolutely excellent. Yeah. I can't stand a whole album. Yeah. But a couple of sips of Riley Walker beer is good enough for me. Come oh, on, you've got I'm to think struggling. of someone. Come on. I'm struggling. Someone um, that looks good, but you don't, you know... Don't really, doesn't quite work. They're not, they're, it's not as bad as Muse. No, not quite Muse. No. What about um, Wolf Alice? Yeah, I don't Royal like Blood. Any of those sort of bands. Any of those sort of... They tick boxes. Yeah. But um, I don't like Ultimately, them. Ultimately. I don't like them. Just too, a bit too Radio X. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm really struggling today. I can't think of any bands... I don't like <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah, it's yeah. Pretty, pretty hard, pretty tough. Let's plump for the Wombats. <laughs> <laughs> a bit harsh, but Liverpool's the Wombats. The Wombats for me. If this beer was a band. Oakham's best friend session IPA is the Wombats. Mm. Now I you should prepare that because I know you're going to ask me that every yes, week. Yes, exactly. You need and to. I've only you've done got... well on it once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, 
You absolutely nailed the dirty projectors last week. Yeah, but I'll tell you where I went this week. Okay. Because Cloud Water Brewery in Manchester. Right, okay. I had the day to myself, went into town, bought some jeans. <laughs> what a day this <laughs> is turning out to be. What a day. Bought some jeans, bought uh, three albums, and then had a walk, and it was still only still only one o'clock in the afternoon. <sighs> I walked around the back Piccadilly station in Manchester and found the Cloudwater Brewery place, which has got a tap in it. Ah, okay. So, even at that time, there were lots of hipsters. Obviously. Sat, sat around drinking. Yeah. Um, Did they give you the side eye? Uh, well, this is how hip I was. I've got, at the moment, I've got like a shacket. Do you know what that is? <laughs> I, I've crossed between a shirt and a jacket. Oh, right. A okay. favourite one. Right? Yeah. And you can fit a paperback in the pocket. Oh, front excellent. pocket. Yeah, yeah. So I'll yeah. just wander around. Get a bit bag. of Kerouac. <laughs> yeah, paperback in my pocket. <laughs> so I go in on my own, all, all people sat in small groups talking about beer. I've got a paperback and myself. Excellent. And your so new jeans. In. Yeah. And new vinyl to sniff. Yeah. So I just sat, £3.50 a drink, right? But it's better. For a pint? No. Oh, dear. For either two thirds, a half, or a third, depending on the beer you have. So the second one I had was £3.50, and it was only a third of a pint. That's a pricey pint, isn't it? That is a pricey pint. It was pint. 8%. So I wouldn't, I'm not sure I'd like a pint of it. Also, I think it would have been hard work. It was, it was delicious. I'm thinking a full pint of that, I could go blind in one eye. Because <laughs> it says 8%. I reckon it was probably stronger. Cause I've, really? It, yeah. Did it just hit you straight away? Well, I only, I only had a very small amount. Right. So I thought, whoa, there, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> but it was delicious, and I uh, can heartily recommend going there because it's just got loads and loads of selection. This is two weeks in a row that we've got a new feature. Hugh visits somewhere yeah, that sells yeah, beer. I do. You know. yeah. yeah. Just use day out. Yeah, what the- a day out. So I sat there, read my paper pack. What paperback was it? Uh, it was uh, by somebody called Cr- uh, something Crumley, Richard Crumley, I think it is. Who was, uh, he was influenced like James Alroy and uh, Elmore Leonard, those okay. sort of people. So it's crime. Very, yeah. American it's classic American, crime. Yeah, from the 70s. Oh, right, okay. Very good. Very he was good. an influence on Yeah, um, very influential. James Elroy. I don't think he's very famous. Didn't oh, right, much. okay. But uh, very good. Because James Alroy's got a new book coming out. He has, and he's, he's talking at... Um, at Waterstones. Is he? Yeah, last time he came, he, they booked the Opera House and there was only about 20 people. All oh, right. I told you this story, have I not? He, uh, oh, sure. I, uh, so you, you, he spoke and he said, you can, I, you can ask me anything yeah. you like. And I put you my hand... What's the capital of Cyprus? <laughs> <laughs> James, I, I'm thinking about changing my mortgage <laughs> provider. <laughs> well, he said, I said, um, who did you vote for? And he wouldn't say. Right. So there you go. Never mind asking us anything. And then, and like one of his aides kind of looked at me, and I went, "He did say we could ask anything," and it like came out really loud in the theatre. And then, like you went on the stage to get your book signed and get it off him at the end. And he just had stock phrases that he said to people. He didn't engage with anybody. I said, "Oh, you're very lucky you got me out tonight because it was a filthy night." I said, "You know, there aren't many people I'd come out for." You know, kind of jokey way. Yeah. And he went, "Go home and howl at the moon." Nice. Oh, you bellend. Yeah. And then, um, you know, because, like, writing-wise, probably my... American Tabloid is my favourite book of all time. Yeah, I had to reread it because I couldn't understand it the first time I read it. <coughs> Great. It was, it was, it was confusing. It's a shame because it's better than, than everything that's followed it. I mean, I like all these yeah. other, like, small little LA Confidential's I great. Do. But yeah. in the trilogies, American Tabloid just knocks socks off everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this time he's only on at the, at the bookshop. Brett so. Easton Alice was on the other week. Who? Brett Easton Alice. Ah, yeah. I didn't know he was on, but I got his. I bought his new book. Read the first fifty pages. It's yeah. not a novel. No, <laughs> I thought you said Freddie Starr then. Although, you know, no. very very late yeah. appearance yeah. Uh, in his life from beyond the grave. But uh, I, I bought it. I signed copy as well. Even very though good. I didn't get to meet him. Never mind. No. Never mind, eh? Yeah. What's next in the show? What else do we do? 
It's time for the snack oh, of, of the week. Are these Irish crisps? These are I, I can't believe you just did an accent. <laughs> I racist. You did a racist accent. Danny Baker was sacked. Have you? You've heard of Tato, surely? I have. Right, I'll tell you what. I don't like the look of them so far. Cheese and onion. Right. So Tato's are quite unique in that there's two Tato companies. Right. One in the south, one in the north. Yeah. Uh, and it's the same, essentially the same brand, but two different companies, and they make right. Slightly different crisps. Is it like the and they only ever had one flavour, but they've just gone mad recently. Is it like the Chinese restaurant in Aberystwyth on the front, where there are two next to each other because this the family good. had a falling out, <laughs> and they decide the two brothers decided that that was it. They were split in, and so they got two restaurants side by side on the front. Two Chinese restaurants called the same thing. Can't remember. <laughs> it's it's Tato, kind of I like tell that. you what. Last week though, I took home the um, Cheeto. Yeah, the hard Cheetos. I tell you what. Yeah, they were all right, weren't they? They're good, aren't they? But again, you're eating you're eating chemicals there, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, pure Just chemicals. Pure chemicals. But Absolutely. I like I like the crunchiness with a hint of maize. Potatoes. I am not a fan of cheese and onion crisps though. Well, that won't taste anything like cheese and onion crisps. Let me tell you. Taste of Ireland. Taste of Ireland. Well, are these are the northern or the they're southern? They're the northern, they're from Belfast. I thought these sounded slightly more aggressive. I was in Belfast last week. Oh, because have they got a beef eater on the front? Is that what he is? He's the potato man. He's not a beef. Why would he be a beef eater in I Ireland? Thought, I thought to provoke <laughs> the, uh, the southern Irish. Because I reckon, I reckon that's meant to be the Tower of London. No, he's the potato man, and you can go and see him in Tato Castle. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> but they're alright, aren't they? They're, they're better than their. Better than your normal cheese and onion. Mm, I, I'm not a fan of cheese and onion. No, no, what is annoying? Cheese and chives. Flavour. What's <laughs> the point? <laughs> well, you're not. Point. You wouldn't choose any cheese first, so. No. Why are you bothered? I just don't like the thought of it. It's like when I had some Serrano and fig crisps <laughs> the other day, and they're basically a less good smoky bacon. Well. So I was coming back from Belfast with my colleague in the airport, mm-hmm. and he declared himself to... I'd bought a big bag of potatoes to bring home, like a multi-pack. Yeah. Um, he declared himself to be a crisp connoisseur. Right, OK. I said, what's the best crisp ever, then? And he said, Walker's Smoky Bacon. That's like saying I'm a music aficionado, and that Ed Sheeran's the best thing or, ever. Or the best of the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> but do you remember hedgehog crisps? Well, I do. Yeah. Were they Welsh? They could have been. You're they very high right, pitched there. They? they were quite nice. <laughs> yes, I think they were. They yeah. sold them in Country Life and Welsh Flair in Bracken. <laughs> Strange name for a shop. <laughs> what a thing. Yeah. No, they're, they're, they're a good consistency, the Tato. Yes, they are. Yeah. And as I say, for years, that was the only flavour. And now I, I was waiting to get back on the plane, and there was a, a vending machine that only sells sold Tato's yeah. they had 15 varieties oh. crinkle cut you know blah blah oh, low they've fat they've to town haven't they yeah what a mm. letdown so now it's time to talk about the albums albums talk about what uh, right, I've written what these you got down. for us Some what have you been listening to weeks. what have you heard of What's going on right. in the world of music? Alternative music. New Clinic album out. Yeah. Do you like Clinic? Real Tappers and Shunters. Yeah, good name. I love Clinic. It's a very short album. About 26 minutes. It's um, a romp through um, traditional England, is it not? Is it a bit of a concept album, I believe? Yeah, I think so, but it just sounds like Clinic. I've only heard one song, it was a single that came out a few I, weeks I've ago. I've heard the album, I, I like it. I think it's very good. They're a great um, band. Yeah, I've seen them live a couple of times. Always good value. Mm. The Fleece Brothers got a new album out. It's called Undress. Good. Yep. Good. Americana. Yeah. A um, little bit less raucous. Like, they've usually got a couple of really raucous songs on an album, and then a load of slowish stuff. This one is, uh, there's less raucous. Is this one the other way round? Not really. It's, <laughs> it's a bit the same sort of pace. Not but really, all pleasant. <laughs> all pleasant. Undress. Drala. Know them? Drala, we, yeah, we they're from Leeds. We did play them, didn't we? We did play them on the, the show. A um, um, two-piece from Leeds, I believe. I, I think there's more than two people. Might be I've three. got one of their early singles, and I've, but 
but, but this is the debut album, even though they've been around quite a while. Useless Coordinates. That's the name of the That's album. That's the name of the album. Drala. Very, very good. I quite. That's quite appealing. A useless coordinate. Unless you know, if you just wanted to wander around. Unless, unless you're on your Duke of Edinburgh Gold Award. Yeah, then it's, that's terrible. That's terrible. Yeah. Probably wouldn't pass. But if you want, you know, a bit of mindfulness wandering around, yeah. and you don't care where oh, you yeah. where you're going. Yeah, just happy to go with the breeze. Yeah. Right. This is my favourite band name. Whether that was released anything in the last couple of weeks? Big Supermarket. <laughs> that is a great name. That's a good name. They're from yeah. Melbourne. Excellent. Australia. They've, they've captured the market, cornered the market in great band names. Corner Shop. <laughs> <laughs> Big Supermarket, yeah. Al 1800, the, uh, the album's called. The year they were born. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's very, very good. Tuneful, bit of jangle. Um, I think it's been out a while, but it's only just been released over here. Because I, I had heard of them. I'd heard a couple of tracks off the album before, but... The album is now out in Britain and available for you to buy. Vampire Weekend album came out, Father of the Bride. Yes. You think it's all right? I like it. I like it. Steady. It's um, it's unusually... It's kind of, it's, yeah, it is different. Unusually low-key. It's not one that has blown my socks off. No, it doesn't have a standout tracks, really. No, but as a fairly sprawling piece yeah in the background i quite like it i have a feeling there'll be a couple of tracks there that will be real, real growers. growers that's what you normally find with albums like that yeah but there's nothing sort of as insistent as what's it man's had roof or yeah and finger back or yeah those sort of things hey 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 none of that matt mark have heard that album new no. album the cowboy one i don't really like it don't you it's when you say very... cowboy one is it just pure country and western or is it i've forgotten what it's called but it's something about a cowboy right and uh, there's a few <laughs> tracks on it that are something to do with a cowboy but it's, it's uh, going on the spotify list you can you can you decide can yourself listen. you can have a listen it's a bit one paced it's not as sort of jaunty as some of his other stuff i i was had not higher. as charming no charming is a word right. i would as- I, associate with mac demarco i had higher hopes and like like Dick Fosbury with a bad hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't quite risen to those heights. The Fosbury flop. Yeah. But I'll tell you the best album I've heard in a while. Yes. Big Thief. U-F-O-F. It had great reviews, which put me off listening to it. Yeah, me too. So I listened to it. First time I thought, that's yeah, all right. Listened to it about three times. Thought, this could be one of the best things I've heard this year. It is very, very Where good. are they from? London? No, American. Are they or they may be Canadian? Um. It's definitely from North America. Right, okay. Um, it's the third album. It's also I, a terrible name for a band. It sounds Big like Thief. It sounds like a name of a band that I wouldn't like. Yeah. But, you know, you've got to get over those prejudices. Yeah. Um, because because that's is. ridiculous, because I haven't even heard it. It is excellent. Really excellent. And one I mentioned last week was the Aldous Harding album. I've been listening to that a lot recently. And finally ended, I bought it on vinyl as well. That is a brilliant album. I bet, I bet it sounds good on vinyl. It does. Um, but the Big Thief record is one that has had great reviews everywhere, and I thought, ah, oh, it's not for me, that. And then I listened to it and thought, oh, I don't even listen. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's very good, very good. I'm just checking out. I can, uh, I can recommend that to anyone. And, and two good new releases, well, old new releases, because t- um, first ever digital release for these, Llwybr Llaithog versus Tigwydir versus MCDRE, which is David Edwards' Dat Bluggy. So that this was, I think, 1989-ish, these were released, or maybe a little bit after for that one. Um, It it was like a a mini-album where Llwybr Llaithog, who we we did play on uh, the radio show... I would very much be surprised if we didn't. ...with David Edwards... David R. Edwards, and then the other side of it, they've got T. Gwydir, um who also have recorded tracks with David R. Edwards. So, and it is really, really good that, and you, it's now available on what's it called? Apple Music, Spotify, all that stuff, sort of stuff. All those. Well, find very, find uh, it wherever you normally find music. To get get hold of on physical copy these days, and an an EP that came out in 1989, Pop Negative Wastad which um, is one of the blokes from T. Gwydir, Gareth Potter, um, and on there, he's co- there's a, some of it's Welsh language, but other stuff, it's uh, he covers Big Black on it as well, mm. 
and it is a very very good EP. So they're available to listen to on the Spotify, but not available really to buy in physical form. My weekly one that I'm going to throw in. Yeah. Um, talking about Kaoka's new album, Real Life. Um, oh yeah, I forgot to have a listen to that. Which is very good. Um, but a band who are quite like um, Kaoka's, um, Generationals. Yeah. They have got a. Um, they have got a new. Um, album out as well it's called i turned my back on the written word fool no that's the name of the single the album's called reader as detective right. we'll stick all those on a spotify playlist for you just looking at the playlist that i put that on i'll tell you who i've been listening to a lot oh. lately um sly and the family stone very good very good very underrated best flyers fly and live what <laughs> sly and the family stone. fly and the family flown <laughs> yeah sly and the family stone best song uh hot fun in the summertime incorrect Everyday People. Incorrect. Which is a fantastic song. Fa- uh, I don't fa- know. Family Affair. Family Affair. Yeah, you see, you've just gone right straight to the number one. Oh, it's it's the, the best hit, song. In the, sli- in the, fly- in the Family Flown yeah. hit parade. Yeah, it's the best song. Well, uh, it's not my favourite. Well. You asked me, and I, I told I you. I think you should reassess. <laughs> right. right what's next? Is it I the second write beer? Down it, I didn't write down any of those as you were saying them. I've, I'll, I'll so leave my I'll list here. Leave, you leave I'll your leave list, list, and then I can do the Spotify playlist. Yeah. So that means it's time for beer number two. Beer number two. Oh no! It's uh, firstly we have to play beer or owl. Oh, beer or owl. Okay. Yes, it's time for beer or owl. Um, the only way I can play this because I haven't prepared it is to go to our Instagram. Do you yeah. know how many Instagram I, followers we've got? I, I'm not even on Instagram. I know. You keep saying this. Well, how many? You, you're doing yourself no favours. No. 117 followers we wow. have on Instagram. Wow. So that's good. Let me see who's coming up here. Uh, Jenny Lewis is coming up there. Good. He's so good. We're following um, lots of music and beer people. Get Up Kids, Angel Olsen, Kim Gordon. No beer coming up here, though, so this is going to be a difficult game of beer or owl. Yes. Um, so I'll go first with this one. Tawny. <laughs> owl. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. Um, my name is Mike. Owl. <laughs> beer. <laughs> my name is Mike. Yeah, you'll know this one. Rhubarb yeah. and custard stout. I'm guessing that's a beer. That's a tiny rebel beer. We're about to I've come to it. about to come to tiny rebel. Everything they do is fruity and um, and colourful, isn't at it? The moment it is. Yeah. yeah. Although they've got like a Cali lager and a, the Dutty is in cans at the minute on their core range, which is very nice. Yeasty boys. There's a Yeasty boys beer here, which is called the Drost effect, and it's Ooh. got MacGyver on the can. Oh, that sounds so, alright. Yeah, so that's definitely a beer. I gave, yeah. I just gave that one away. Yeah, look who we're back on tour, Blamange. Um, owl. So that, <laughs> yes, <laughs> there you go. That's beer or owl. So it's second t- beer. Second beer. Tiny Rebel. Uh, as previously finally, we get to Tiny Rebel. As previously mentioned. Pride of Newport, and um, this one is not available on their website in cans anymore. I think it's. How did you get hold of such a beer? I bought it in an actual shop, and uh, then I've I've looked. It doesn't seem to be available anywhere else. But so it's slow gin and juice. Mm. Slow gin. Here's as in the slow berry, not as in gin that's not very fast. Exactly. So, 4.5% Botanical Pale Ale. This is what it says on the Tiny Revel website. The hip-hop world has given us loads of ideas and has given cheese ideas. It doesn't say that. <laughs> so we thought it was only right we beerify the most famous cocktail rap has given the world. Gin and Juice is a beer that combines the classic pale ale style, the rich aromatic notes of gin, botanicals, and sweet fruit flavours that provide the juice for this party. Bucket loads of juniper berries, citrus peel and aromatic spices give the beer a delicious dry note which is balanced out by the juicy fruit flavours from some punchy hops. It's like an after party in your mouth. <laughs> Laid back. <laughs> yeah, so that's the description. 
American, American hops, 4.5 cents. Gin and juice, botanical pale ale. Just American hops. That's yeah. more our that's, that's more it. our kind of hop level of knowledge. Yeah, slow gin and juice. Lovely it's got hops in it. Can, and on the side of it, it's got what's it got? A juice box. Is it a juice box? Something. I haven't got. I haven't got. You haven't got the can. Are there. you going to make me get up and go to the fridge and get? No, get, I'm not going to. Not going to. You could probably get a picture of it. I've got a picture on your of it. phone. I've got a picture, but I couldn't see the side. Ah, of right. It. Okay. Um, yeah, four point five percent. Right. Shall I tell you my notes? Tell your notes. Unusually. A beer that tastes exactly as it looks. So right. it, it, purple. it it's it's purpley, but it looks a bit like kind of dishwater purple. It, did you not think it wasn't like a clean purple? It's very I kind it of. I can. Oh, right, okay, so you didn't look at it, mm. which is essential for this podcast. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I drank it out of the can. And, and weirdly, though, despite its, you know, it, it's, it's kind of very fruity look, it doesn't really smell much. There, I, there was no kind of smell to it at all, but. It has a, a fairly pleasant taste. Fairly my pleasant. My well, notes say. My first sip of it, I thought, I can taste the gin. I can taste Could gin. Could you? I couldn't taste gin. But only in my first sort of sip. Right. After that, it went down fairly easily. When you were searching for it. Yeah. But it was a strange taste. But um, I liked it. My uh, saying that a fairly, it was fairly pleasant kind of sums it up it didn't my other notes say it didn't really live up to the excitement of the name or the color and it's just fairly pleasant i agree it wasn't as exciting as i'd hoped no no because both snoop's version of gin juice mm-hmm. and the gourds version of gin juice i have to admit i don't know the gourds oh version. you haven't it's lived. one of your favorite you songs have not lived um both those great songs and this isn't a great beer no but i I would happily drink it. Yeah, I don't think I'd enjoy drinking a lot of it, and I don't think I'll well, see, unlike, seek it out again. Unlike some of the other, like the peaches and cream Tiny Rebel and the the jam donut one, pump up the jam. With those, I just can't see. I couldn't see me like drinking, finishing that can, then having another one of those cans because I think I I think it'd be too sickly. But this one, I think I could drink repeatedly. No, that's that's fair. Cans. I think if you were, you know, if you're at a festival. Yeah, and you uh, you know going Hot for another round. Day, yeah, I think I Hot think I could bang in a few of those, and not not horribly strong. No, nope. I I I quite liked it. Well, I gave it a six point eight. So that was you know that's that's pretty. I'm gonna give it pretty good, but not great. A seven point four. Seven point four. That's. <laughs> Hang on. What about? What, what, I, what <laughs> you, else have I given 7.7 Yeah, I really need to do, bring you the, the spreadsheet, didn't yeah. I? You gave the Clogwin a 7.1. I think I preferred it to the Clogwin. Okay, so that's that's on, on brand. Right, I'm going to give it... You gave the Cape 0.7.8. It's not as good as that. And the Bruselia 5.0. Yeah. What did I give the Sour Susie? You gave the Sour... I can't find the Sour Susie marks. Which is weird. Yeah. Must have, I must have that somewhere. But the, the Sour Susie was very popular with both of us, was it not? Yeah. So... Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, um, you gave it a 7.5 and I gave it a 7.9. Right, I'll, I'll you, stick with 7.4. I prefer the Sour Susie. Yeah. But... Uh, that's quite a lot more than I've given it, which is 6.8. I think that's the first time you've given a beer more than I've given it. Is it? So yes, it is. Oh dear. I, I like it's because I've got a more discerning palate. <laughs> no, no, actually, no, that's not true. The um, the very first, the second beer. What was that? The weightless. Weightless. I enjoyed yeah, that. You gave it a seven point eight, and I gave it a seven point five. That's mm. your highest mark. Oh, okay. Tough audience, me. Did you know? Did you know that? So yeah, so what if it was a band? So therefore, something that's pretty good. Wouldn't mind seeing them again, but you know, you're not going to spend a lot, and you're not going to choose them over certain other bands. Maybe Vampire Weekend. Oh, that's uh, that's that's. But Vampire Weekend's new album. Right, that's that's quite discerning. Yeah. Yeah, it's called what's it called? Oh, Father of the Bride, isn't it? Yes. Right now. Which brings us nicely to the end of the show in that we are 
with the second song, which is my choice this week. And what um, is it? Well, we are officially allowed to play it because we got sent it. So it's the new Colexco and Nine and Wine uh, collaboration. They, they collaborated yes, before a few years they ago, haven't they? Sort of mini album EP thing, and I saw them on that tour, and it was really boring. Yes, that was that when you, when your wife fell asleep. No, this is this is before then. That was Bill Callahan. She fell asleep. In. Well, I quite like the the EP, but actually on the gig, Calexco did a set, very good. Ina Wine did a set, really boring. And then they they played together, and I think I was just too tired out by Ina Wine. Well, this the new single's called Midnight Sun, and I. I quite like it. Well, I haven't uh, heard it yet, so I'd be excited to hear that. All right. Yes, it's you know it's it's kind of what you would expect. It's Kalexkoi, Iron and Winey. It's it's yeah. good. Um, but the the notes from the PR company say the single Midnight Sun impact June the twenty eighth, but the album Years to Burn is out on June the fourteenth. Well, they haven't thought that through. Have that's they? that's the wrong way round. It's yeah. on on city slang. Uh, they've got some UK dates. Yeah, uh, I not, saw that. Not Manchester, but they are playing the Royal Festival Hall, which would be great, I would imagine. I've to seen see them there a lot of times, and they've also they're also playing the um, the Cambridge Folk Festival. Hmm. Actually, no, I lie. They are in Manchester on the twentieth of November at the Bridgewater Hall. Bridgewater Hall, good it's, venue. The uh, last band I saw in there, I think, was Dexys. Oh right, I think the last band I saw in there was Aztec Camera, doing the um, Highlands Hard Rain yeah. comeback. Good stuff. Yeah, so available 14th of June, City Slang. Uh, we will leave you tonight with Kalexco and Iron Wine with their new single, Midnight Sun. It's a good night from me. And good night from me.
birds return, his songs in the rise, and maps to the world.